Hey everybody, welcome to Magic Wazoobie's Ravnica Allegiance set review. Today we're going to be discussing the blue cards. Before we get into that, let me announce my sponsors here. Uh, my sponsors are LegitMTG.com and ManaTraders.com. If you need any magic singles or sealed product, go to LegitMTG.com and any order over $2 or more has free shipping. And if you need to rent any decks on Magic Online, be sure to check out ManaTraders.com and use coupon code MTGZUBI on checkout to save 50% off for the first three months. So let's just get right into the blue cards here. Uh, first one on our list is Arrester's Admission. Admi no, no, no. Arrester's Admonition? Ugh, I can't say that word. So it's two and a blue instant return target creature to its owner's hand with addendum. If you cast this spell during your main phase, draw a card. Law is the voice of reason. So this is a pretty good common for wanting to return a creature that your opponent controls. And if you do it on your one of your main phases, you get to draw a card. This is a pretty decent pick if you're in kind of mid-range to even a sort of tempo-based limited deck or to a controlling deck to where if you just need to draw another card, which is always, always handy. So this is a pretty worthy pick. Um, wouldn't be high on my list, but if I'm in the blue color, be one I'd definitely be on the lookout for. Next, we have Benthic Biomancer for one blue. It's a Merfolk Wizard Mutant. It's a 1-1 one, one with one and a blue and adapt one. If this creature has no 1-1 one, one counters on it, put a 1-1 one, one counter on it. When one or more 1-1 one, one counters are put on Benthic Biomancer, draw a card and then discard a card. I am my life's work. So, this is a rare, and is it pack one, pick one worthy? Um, I mean, it's good in a tempo-based limited deck, and you can get a counter on this as early as turn two, and be able to draw a card, discard a card, and plus, this wouldn't be bad because continuing on through your game, you can keep drawing a card and discarding a card to try to dig through your deck for whatever answer you're looking for. So... I mean, I wouldn't say it's pack one, pick one worthy off the bat. I mean, there's most likely going to be something better. But if your pack is a dud and this happens to be the rare, pick it for sure. Is this going to see any kind of standard or constructed play? Um, I don't know. And right off the bat, I would think it'd see maybe some standard Merfolk play, but there's going to be there's going to be better cards and you're not always going to want to do the adapt one but there are other cards to give merfolk counters so i mean i don't know it's something definitely to try out and test with but it's not a surefire win that it's going to be good and a standard merfolk uh next we have chillbringer for four and a blue creature elemental with flying it's a three three when this enters the battlefield tap target creature and opponent controls it doesn't untap during during its controller's next untap step so as a sleep effect a three three for five with flying with a bit of an upside um not the worst thing but at five mana you'd probably want to be looking at something else besides this but as i've said before many times with commons if you don't have anything else better to do at five mana. This is a perfectly good one, and it's a really good common as well, too, with two upsides to it. Next, we have Clear the Mind for Tuna Blue Sorcery. Target player shuffles their graveyard into their library. Draw a card. The best way to keep a secret is to forget it. So, I mean, this would actually be pretty decent against Golgari hate, right? And standard. 
was my first thought was oh hey their graveyard's getting crazy and they possibly have a lot of you know graveyard shenanigans i'm gonna make them put it back into their library i mean not the thing you'd want to do you'd probably want to play silent gravestone instead of this but in limited though um i mean it would definitely be useful to cast on yourself i mean just to replay some certain stuff it's not a high pick for me personally but it's yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's hard to judge a card like this because it's extremely situational. Um, this would probably, when building out the deck, would be, you know, one of the very last picks I'd want to put in the deck. Uh, next, we have Code of Constraint for Tuna Blue Instant. Target creature gets Neg 4, Neg 0 into end a turn. Draw a card, has addendum if you cast a spell during a main phase. Tap that creature and it doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step. So another sleep effect. Um... I mean, it's your common type of target creature, you know, gets an egg four and egg zero. This would be better to cast during main phase so they don't untap to help you out that much more. And for it, it's not really a targeted spot removal, but it's to slow your opponent down. And yeah, I, I could see myself playing this in a more of a control type limited deck, but it's not a very high pick, to be honest, unless you're really heavy into blue. Next, we have Coral Commando for two and a blue Merfolk Warrior. It's a 3-2. Few Ravnikans are aware of the vast reefs in their world's hidden ocean. Far beneath the great sinkholes where the light is blue and dim, Merfolk tend to tend the coral labyrinths that feed the benthic ecosystem. So a 3-2 for three. Let's skip this if you can. I mean, unless you're in a blue mid-range or blue tempo type limited deck, not that great just a common 3-2. There's going to be better choices for your 3-mana slot than this. Next, we have Essence Capture. It's a double blue instant counter-target spell. Put a 1-1 counter on up to one target creature you control. It's not enough to defeat our foes. We must learn from them too, says Vanifar. This is the better version of Essence Scatter, but with the downside of it costing double blue instead of one and a blue. A really good counter target creature spell in limited. And yeah, I mean, anything in a kind of mid-range to control deck in limited is going to be a plus. And this may also see play in, you know, mono blue tempo. If that still is a deck come standard as well. It's a pretty good card. Uh, better than Essence Scatter by far. Uh, is this a high pick in your draft? No, not really. This is going to be more of a supplemental pick than anything. All right, next we have Eyes Everywhere. Two and a blue enchantment at the beginning of your upkeep. Scry one. Pay five and a blue. Exchange control of Eyes Everywhere and target non-land permanent. Activate this ability only anytime you could cast a sorcery. They've got eyes inside my head. Uh, not the greatest enchantment. The fact that you can, you know, sort of steal a non-land permanent from your opponent isn't the worst thing in the world, but there's going to be better things to pick than this. It's definitely skip this unless you have no choice but to play it. Uh, next, we have Fairy Duelist for one and a blue. It's a Fairy Rogue 1-2 with Flash and Flying. When it enters the battlefield, target creature and opponent controls gets Neg 2, Neg 0 until end of turn. Fairies are easily offended and quick to extract a quirky revenge. So this is the type of card you want to play. Maybe they've got a 1-1 one, one flying in or maybe a 2-1 and you flash it in their two power goes to zero and you are able to kill it with fairy duelist it's you know i'd 
this is a higher pick for me than Eyes Everywhere, to be honest. And Fairy Duelist is a common as well, too. Next, we have Gateway Sneak. For two and a blue, it's a Vidalcan Rogue 1-3. Whenever a gate enters a battlefield under your control, Gateway Sneak can't be blocked this turn. Whenever Gateway Sneak deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. I've been through every guild gate in this city, and no one sees me come or go. Ooh, sneaky. So, this is a Gates Matter type card, and in Limited, you will be playing Gates. There is a high chance you will be playing Gates. And, so, this is sort of the card where you kind of want to play it if you have a lot of gates to be able to draw cards for it it's a three mana slot and not the worst three mana it's better than eyes everywhere <laughs> i keep going back to that and better than coral commando but it is an uncommon so you won't see it too much but if you are playing some gates definitely try to put this card in and also you know if it just goes off once where it helps you draw a card you're that much closer to getting to what you're, the card you need for to be able to help you win uh, next, we have Homunculus for four and a blue. It's a Homunculus 2-5 with Hexproof. Searching the city for... Felt like sifting the rain for a single drop of blood. It's a 2-5 five for five with Hexproof. These kind of cards in Limited are always good. Any kind of Hexproof cards in Limited are going to be good. The problem is there's always going to be a lot of creatures that can block it. So figure out a way to make it unblockable and this creature becomes that much better. Next, we have Mass Manipulation for double X and four blue. It's a sorcery, gain control of X target creatures and or planeswalkers. Those who cross the Demir find enemies everywhere they turn. So, <clears throat> this is a rare and it comes with a very heavy cost. This would not be a card you'd want to pack one pick one at all unless you're just going to go straight mono blue. It's a pretty good, you know, steel card. Not saying it's the worst card, but with that heavy cost in it and having to make sure you have four blue mana on top of, you know, having a bunch of extra mana to tap out for, it's really not worth it. Look at the uncommon or common slot if you happen to open this up, but pick this, I guess, if you want to have fun, all right? Next, we have Mesmerizing Benthid for three and double blue octopus. It's a four five. When this enters the battlefield, create two zero two blue illusion creature tokens with. Whenever this creature blocks a creature, that creature doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step. Mesmerizing Benthid has hexproof as long as you control an illusion. Ooh, so does that mean Jace Cunning Castaway is going to be useful in standard? I doubt it. Um, but for limited though. This would be a pack one, pick one, snap like that. Um, the fact that it's just a four or five for five and it does have hexproof, you know, you don't even need to swing in with the tokens at all ever. And it's still going to keep that hexproof as long as the tokens don't get wiped out. But, you know, this is pretty damn good. A four or five with hexproof is definitely worth your pick there. Um, is this going to see any kind of constructive play? I doubt it. I don't know. I wouldn't want to... I don't even know what deck this would kind of fit here right now. I mean, the decks we have now, there wouldn't fit at all. Unless there's some sort of illusion deck with this and Jace Cunning Castaway and <clears throat> who knows what else. Next, we have Persistent Petitioners for one and a blue. It's a human advisor. advisor. You pay one. Tap it. Target player puts the top card of their library into their graveyard. It is a 1-3. Tap four. Untap advisors you control. Target player puts the top 12 cards of their library into their graveyard. A deck can have any number of cards named Persistent Petitioners. So this card is already making waves in 
you know some modern decks as well some modern mill and it's almost kind of tempting me to build you know a modern mill deck because i love mill and it's so much fun even though it's a terrible terrible mechanic but it's so much fun if you happen to get it off um is this even limited worthy i mean no not really i mean there there is you know you can mill out players and if you happen to get lucky and get four of these in your limited deck go for it because there's only 40 cards in the deck and you know tapping four of those it's going to be a small turn clock as well so you know if you want to have fun in a draft go for it do it it's um pretty fun card <laughs> next we have precognitive perception for three double blue instant draw three cards and on addendum if you cast a spell during your main phase instead scry three then draw three cards to control the present we must master the future most instant draw card spells you're going to want to cast majority of the time at the end of your opponent's turn or during your opponent's turn at some point. Draw, casting a draw three card spell during a main phase feels kind of bad, but with the addendum effect, kind of negates that feel bads. Um, it's definitely not pack one, pick one, unless you have complete duds everywhere else. I mean... I would want to cast this during a main phase more so in limited than in constructed. And the scry three effect is very powerful and limited for you. So this, I just don't know if I'd want to pack one, pick one, this unless I don't know. Maybe I'm misjudging this card hardcore, but I don't, I don't know. I'd probably look at something else. Next we have prying eyes for four double blue instant draw four cards then discard two cards Citizen your crime has been recorded cease movement and await arrest or further penalties will be immediately imposed It's a six mana draw four cards and discard two cards cords. I don't know how, why I'm saying it like that um, Limited only a low pick It's very high casting cost for that look for other stuff Next we have Terramander for one blue. It's a Salamander Drake 1-1. One, one. Has flying. You can pay seven and a blue. Adapt four. This ability costs one less to activate for each instant and sorcery card in your graveyard. If this creature has no 1-1 one, one counters on it, put four 1-1 one, one counters on it instead. So you do have a chance of this eventually costing cheaper to make it a 5-5 five, five with flying. And you know, I would snap this up for sure. This is going to help you win a game in the long run for sure so pick it up this could be a pack one pick one for me next we have quench for one and a blue instant counter target spell unless it's controller pays two so it's like mana week but weaker same casting cost and in a mid-range to control limited deck yeah pick it Next, we have Sage's Rose Savant, one in a blue, Vidalcan Wizard, two, one. When Sage's Rose Savant enters the battlefield, scry two. So this is a sort of omen speaker, but with one less scry, but a better power, and not really a better toughness, but better power. The Streets of Ravnica are full of former guild members now using their institutional skills for personal gain. So, like I said, this is a better omen speaker, because I like the, the two one power better than a one three. And the scry two effect is pretty good. It's you know, what what's more to say about it? It's a very good common. It's a mid to late pick if you're in the blue for sure. Uh, next we have Senate Courier for two and a blue. It's a bird one four with flying, and you pay one and a white, and this gains vigilance until end of turn. I mean for a three mana one four flying, it's 
not bad. It's not the greatest, but the toughness does sort of make up for it. And plus, since it can get vigilance, that kind of makes it slightly better. Um, yeah, this is going to be more in a, I would say it more in a mid-range to control type blue deck here. This Dovin Bond came from nowhere. Watch him. Read his letters. He is more than he appears, says Lazav. Next, we have Shimmer of Possibility for one in a blue sorcery. Look at the top four cards of your library. Put one of them into your hand and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. There's something peculiar about the rain today, says Janik, 10 Street Tinker. This is a pretty good dig through card, especially in your limited deck. And this could also see play in standard as well, because we've seen cards like this. Um, sh what is it? Strategic planning that was in the gods or the gods gifts or the god pharaoh's gifts deck um these kind of cards are always good to help you look through that many more cards it's not an instant but we've seen strategic planning do something very similar to this but you don't put it in your graveyard though but it's really good to help dig through your deck and it could be a worthy mid to late pick for your blue deck next we have skate wing spy for three in a blue it's a vidalcan rogue mutant it's a 2-3 for 5 and a blue. It has Adapt 2. Each creature you can control with a 1-1 counter on it has Flying. So this is a pretty worthy uncommon here. It's a high casting cost of 4 that only gives you a 2-3. But with even if you never adapt this creature, your other creatures with 1-1 counters, if you're heavy into that kind of Simic flavor in your deck, th this gives it Flying. And... You know, this is definitely worthy of card to choose if you're in the sort of counter counter phase of limited building. A better Ravnica begins with a better Simic, says Vanifar. Next, we have Skitter Eel for three in a blue. It's a fish crab, three, three. Pay two in a blue and adapt two. Pretty good. That's a pretty good common for four. Uh, and plus being able to make it a five, five by the next turn. Yeah. yeah if, if you're in that counter game, Pick this for sure. Life has no mistakes, only experiments, says Yolov Simic Bioengineer. Next, we have Slimebind for one and a blue. That's an enchantment aura. Flash enchanted creature gets neg four, neg zero. Relax, it's quite harmless, and it will dissolve completely in a month or two, says Nirvana Simic Field Tester. This is to just sort of weaken a creature that an opponent has. It's not the greatest enchant creature aura, but it's to help with those pesky tough creatures that your opponents may control kind of makes them into a blocker essentially next we have sphinx of foresight that's a four four sphinx you may reveal this card from your opening hand if you do scry three at the beginning of your first upkeep has flying at the beginning of your upkeep scry one i do not understand the future i see the guild subverted the world at war armies bent to a cruel conqueror's will this is a four four for four with flying and a really good you know, beginning of the game effect and allows you to scry one. This is a pack one, pick one for sure. If you open this up, snap it, snap keep. Unless you, you know, obviously there's something better, but there's, I don't see there being much better than this if, if this is in your rare slot, unless it's like a foil mythic. That is really good, all right? Uh, next, we have Swirling Torrent for five and a blue sorcery. Choose one or both, put target creature on top of its owner's library, return target creature to its owner's hand. Oops says gurp gurp sluiceway technician for six mana you can return a target creature on top of its owner's library or return it to its hand or both um, that is a hefty cost but 
in a controlling type blue deck for limited, this is going to pre be pretty handy for getting rid of two creatures, essentially. It's definitely a worthy pick. Maybe pick it mid to late and see if you can squeeze it into your deck when you're building. Uh, next, we have Thought Collapse for one double blue instant counter target spell. Its controller puts the top three cards of their library into their graveyard. I can think of no greater punishment than answering your question in full, says Lazav. So this is a better cancel. Heck, this is better than cancel. It, Yeah, if you're going to need a counter spell, I would almost want to choose this than Essence Scatter. Or, or um, oh shoot, what was it called? It was... I keep thinking of Essence Scatter, no, Essence Capture. That's right. They're, they both sound so similar, I'm going to get them confused. It's going to continue. But yeah, I'd almost want Thought Collapse rather than Essence Capture. It's the, I'd rather you know get rid of three potential cards away from my opponent. Um, and I could see this definitely being played in mill, in mill, standard mill for sure. Next, we have Verity Circle for two and a blue enchantment. Whenever a creature an opponent controls becomes tapped, if it isn't being declared as an attacker, you may draw a card. You pay four and a blue and tap target creature without flying. Here, there is only truth, says Barvissa Azorius Emissary. This is not a great enchantment for limited at all. I mean, I haven't seen too many convoke effects. I don't think there's any. I don't think actually there's any convoke in this set at all. Now, would this be handy in something like standard against Selesnya tokens? Yeah, but it's going to be a sideboard card if anything. Um, skip this kind of enchantment for sure in limited, unless you think you absolutely need it. But I don't see how, to be honest. Um, next we have Wall of Lost Thoughts for one and a blue. It's a wall that's a zero four. When Wall of Lost Thoughts enters the battlefield, target creature puts the top four cards of their library into their graveyard. Those who intrude upon the Demir seldom remember that they have done so. I like how there's more mill cards in this set than the previous set that had Demir in their colors. Kind of makes you wonder, right? Uh, it's a zero four defender. You know, if I've seen walls be really useful before, especially in M19 when there are so many walls. So it's not a bad card. And if you're going to go mill and limited, pick it. I mean, heck, I may even just pick it just to help me keep up with the tempo. And for a two mana cost card, that's not bad at all. So our last blue card is Windstorm Drake for four and a blue. It's a Drake 3-3 with flying. Other creatures you control flying get plus one plus O, oh, so it does have a pump effect for your flyers. Drakes become especially voracious as they prepare for their autumn migration, hunting the city's thoroughfares from dawn to dusk. <clears throat> a 3-3 for five with flying with a pump ability. And if you are going to be drafting a lot of flying creatures, this is a surefire pick. Is it a pack one pick one? Uh, it's hard to say, obviously, unless there's not much else in the uncommon or common slot for you. But it is a worthy addition in any kind of blue deck, even if you don't have a lot of flyers to be able to pump up as well. So those are all the blue cards. Tell me your thoughts and let me know what you think. Um, thank you again for listening and be sure to check out the show's Patreon at patreon.com slash magicwithzuby. Anything you donate today will go right back into the show. And I just want to thank you all for watching and stay tuned for the next sets here.